0: Hello and welcome to the Serotonin Central podcast. This podcast is focused on bringing you a light and uplifting content during difficult times. We hope you feel at home listening to a couple of friends just lounge around and discuss whatever comes to mind. I'm Andrew.
1: And I'm Mary Kate. Hello, hello. <laughs> wow, it has been, it's it's been a minute.
0: Yes, it has.
1: Now, to be clear for everyone listening, Andrew and I have talked since the last time you all heard us talk.
0: <laughs> it's not like we're good friends or anything like that.
1: Um, but, wow, how have you been, buddy?
0: Um. Well, let's see. The last time Mary Kay and I hung out all together was actually your wedding. And that was a very fun time. It's been a hot minute since, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got married back in November. I know... We were kind of on a roll, and then you know I, I think it's just safe to say 2020 happened.
0: 2020 <laughs> happened, yep. yep um, 2020 happened.
1: I think like the second half of 2020 just kind of was a thing that prevented me from focusing on a whole lot else other than just a getting through the year and b um, getting married. I thought because so much time has passed since our last episode it might be fun to just you know get on here and talk about what we've been up to Mm -hmm. since we last spoke and what what our dear friends listening can expect from us moving forward because it's new year uh same us to be honest
0: (laughs) (laughs) remember when everyone's like 2020 is gonna be my year no 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 no
1: right exactly um wow we really got got we last did
0: yeah got when was our last episode i think that was july give or take
1: simpler times
0: simpler it was definitely <laughs> simpler times okay wow so i guess we'll catch up the audience and our other listeners out there so as you guys know mary Kay got married um it's probably been what six ish months since we last recorded the podcast i got a new 3d printer that's been fun i've been printing stuff around left and right kind of thing um uh, mayor k i don't think i showed you pictures of it but i print out like tortoros and one of them took nine hours to print kind of thing i kind of forgot how long it takes to like 3d print stuff oh my god yeah i know and then i'm still not done i still need to paint it i need to sand it and everything else but i had an old 3d printer that i donated to uh, my coworker's son because he's in the state level robotics club and i thought that was really cool
1: that is cool i I've always thought three d printing was something that would be fun to know how to do. but at the same time, I could see myself I could see myself really like getting into it at an unhealthy level and just like three d printing my entire home.
0: so I've kind of more or less been doing that. so I've been three <laughs> i've been I've been three d printing shelving units and stuff like that. Um, so because like, um I got into gunpla, um which is. Uh, like you know just kind of like model building you know and everything else yeah um, and honor my uncle and I ran out of space in my apartment for these figurines so I need to print shelves for it that's what I've kind of settled on next that's my next big thing just shelves I don't know why I feel very adult just saying yes I'm printing shelves
1: <laughs> I feel like that's something that's fairly adult because I didn't really do this because I was always growing up a very organized kid But I feel like a lot of people that we know at least would default to just throwing things on the floor or like shoving them in a closet. So, Mm -hmm. you know, creating a space for things to live, I think, is a very adult thing to do. So,
0: What else is a very adult thing to do? One of my go-tos is, or at least when you know you're an adult, is basically when you get excited about double bowl sinks in a kitchen. Ooh. That that that's been my one indicator where you get irrationally angry if your sink is a single bowl, but you get very happy when you have a double bowl sink.
1: You know, I hadn't really thought about that, but I think I think you have a point there.
0: You think so? Okay. Well, hey, what 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 would be yours?
1: Hmm, that's a good that's a good question. I feel like something that I started doing. I can't say that I've executed much on it, but I've done the first step to becoming more of a cook. Okay. I've I've always been a baker. Like I love to bake, but cooking has just not excited me. And I think it's because I get really intimidated by it. So Yeah, like it's just a lot and maybe mm-hmm. I just watch way too much food network. Um <laughs> <laughs> But comparison is the thief of joy, kids. Um <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: but, if it's any consolation, I've been watching a lot of um, Hell's Kitchen on my oh, TV because no. they, they have a channel that's twenty four seven Hell's Kitchen. And kay I'm just saying, like, if those people can go on TV without any like culinary background, and they're getting blasted their faces off by Gordon, like Chef Gordon Ramsay, I think we'll be okay.
1: Well, I'm very glad that the only presence that Gordon Ramsay has in my home is uh, his brand of plates.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? He's <laughs> a brand of plates.
1: He does. He has a whole line of dishes and they're each, like each style is inspired by his different restaurant locations. So okay. we have the bread street collection and they're very pretty. And mm-hmm. I'm so, uh, incoming. We're sponsored by Gordon Ramsey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish. Give me all the food, Gordon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I like, I, I don't know if it's necessarily super adult because I know a lot of kids can cook really well, but like I've been trying to be better about planning ahead before actually cooking something. So I actually mm. have recipe books and I I made a binder of all my printed out recipes. So I'm like trying to get myself in a head space where I can just like, I don't know, just like be more in control of what I'm eating because it's kind of like a fundamental need. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I mean, you're not wrong. We need to eat as human beings. We need to nourish ourselves. So what have you been cooking then?
1: Uh, nothing too crazy right now. I, I did, and I actually learned this recipe a while ago, but I have this chili recipe that I really like, and it's Ooh. it's unconventional chili, I will say.
0: Unconventional my,
1: chili? Yeah. Uh, my husband, Jimmy, is not a fan of beans. <laughs> so, um, I had to find something that had some substance to it that still like was something that we would both enjoy because he doesn't like beans and I don't eat red meat. So beef chili is not something that I can eat. So this one that I've been making and we've had a lot of snow on the East Coast lately. So it's been like really good weather for this sort of thing. But yeah, the recipe I make is ground turkey with sweet potatoes and red peppers. Ooh. It's Did really you like good. burn in a crock
0: pot or like a instant pot.
1: You can do that. This one's actually a stovetop one. Like it it cooks in like 30 minutes.
0: Oh my god. That's fantastic. Cause like I for me, I love chili. My mom actually brought over some leftover chili yesterday. And because it was right before the snow hit and everything, so I was just on my couch just e- eating warm chili and just watching some Gordon Ramsay just yell at chefs for <laughs> cooking raw food, cooking raw scallops. And I'm just like, yes, Gordon Ramsay, tell them. And I'm just eating yes. food that I not even I made.
1: Yeah, it's a lot easier to deflect. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not wrong. On the topic of like adulting, since, you know, we've hit our quarter life crisis, I guess we might as well make the episode about, you know, turning 25. I, for most people that are turning 25 and like that turned 25 in 2020, you know, most of it was robbed by the pandemic. What do you think people should be pulling away going from 25 into their 30s and whatnot? Like, what do you think the next steps are for
1: us? Ooh, I like this. Um, well, as the elder between the two of us, because I turned 26 in 2020, old. I feel like I have the authority to speak on this matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I think probably the biggest thing that I've been able to take out of the past year or so is just, just, just not take myself too seriously. I think, mm. and we talked about this, I believe, on our last episode. Yep, but we did. just because we have a lot of indoor time and you know, we're working from home. most of us still, I shouldn't even say most of us, but a lot of us are still working from home. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of internalized pressure to always be productive. I think I'm at a point now where where I try to not put as much pressure on myself to always be doing something mm-hmm. And I think, or at least I hope that that can carry way beyond whatever our new environment is Mm -hmm. once we're all vaccinated and we can, you know, start to figure out what new normalcy will look like. I'm my hope for myself and people in our age demographic that is that we will just, we'll just be able to live. I mean, life's too short to, Life's too short to go too fast I <laughs> yeah. think is, is my takeaway. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, do you have any thoughts on this?
0: <clears throat> oh, you know, I asked the question, but I didn't really have any idea what I wanted because when I turned 25, um, it was in April. So like peak pandemic, it was the beginning of the lockdown. I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I think you and I talked about like mental health in the first episode and then we talked about it with Sam in the last episode Um, but pulling all my experiences away from turning 25 it's kind of learning a more healthier application of independence kind of thing and boundary setting with people your friends and most importantly yourself actually because the pandemic kind of revealed a lot to people about how they act about themselves how they think about themselves because you know we're just stuck at home we're just thinking about life constantly um but for me pulling away from 25 it really made me realize the importance of mental health
1: that's a good point because we're getting to a point now i feel like with this upcoming generation of people gen z being quite frankly, a lot better about talking about these things than Mm -hmm. we were or our parents. Because everybody seems to be more in tune to their needs and we're getting to a point where self-awareness is more of a goal for a lot of us, it does make it challenging when there are limitations to the help we can receive and the accessibility of what is needed to get to a better place is sometimes a really big challenge for people. And I think mm-hmm. that's something that is important to consider when, when we talk about, you know, where we want to be in, you know, five years, three years, whatever, to just keep everything in perspective. If I could sit <laughs> Joe Biden and Kamala Harris down tomorrow, I think... <laughs> Uh, One thing that I would definitely want to bring up is that mental health needs to be taken, in my opinion, a lot more seriously Mm -hmm. in our country, especially because we do have this culture of being very individualistic and success driven. And I think actually my husband pointed this out in a way that I really liked He said, your brain is the same thing as any other part of your body. When it's sick, when it's injured, when it's not quite at its best, you have to do what it takes to heal it. And we should treat it just like we would anything else. Like, yeah, we can't put a cast on our brain, but. Right. Yeah, Uh,
0: that that would hurt. (laughs) It would. I mean, it would
1: hurt a lot.
0: (laughs) Need new bones. Um, Yeah, that's that's actually a really good point. And. I think we are making strides as a nation to address those concerns of mental health because I think we're slowly trying to turn around that stigma of, oh, you're not feeling well in the head. Oh, how dare you take medication? Like, I don't hear that being said as much. Like, I don't doubt that people are still trying to knock it down, but I'm very happy that people are starting to open their eyes and like, oh my God, yes, let's get you help. Let's get you the, you know, the resources that you need. You know, it's not much, but it's still a step forward, I think, in the right direction. And I think we can we can always do better, you know, and I think we'll get there. But kind of turning to a different page or a different paragraph, how have you been kind of dealing with like the lockdown over like the past six months? Because I know you've been dealing with your wedding planning, for example, so I can't imagine that has been fun just sticking at home, dealing with the wedding and planning everything else. But how have you been kind of like managing your... Mental health during lockdown, actually, when you're 25.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you mean back in my youth. Um,
0: <laughs> you're old.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I can't say that I've been perfect at it. I think having something to look forward to, like my wedding, um, even though there was a lot of stress around it, with just making sure it was as safe as possible, and you know, we wanted to create an environment that could be both both safe and also kind of a reprieve from everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, that came with its own challenges. What I've tried to do and still tried to carry that into this year is set personal goals for myself. So uh, I'm personally very motivated by goal setting. So one thing that I started doing in 2020, actually, like, probably right around the time the pandemic started for us um was getting back into running it was something i liked to do a little bit in high oh, school yeah. and college and mm-hmm. i set a goal that i was going to run a 5k once a month every wow. month through the end of the year and Holy i did that
0: now you did um, yo I did congratulations wow Thank that's you. not easy i Mary-Kate, I get tired when I go around a lap around my apartment, all right? And then I also got a Ring Fit um, or Ring Fitness for the Nintendo Switch, and oh, yeah. that has been kicking my butt heavily. So how <laughs> have you been doing 5Ks every single month? How do you do it?
1: I just look at it as time that I'm dedicating to myself. Mm. I, I personally really love the Peloton app. I don't have any of their Equipment, but mm-hmm. I use their app to do guided runs. So I just moved recently to a new neighborhood, so it's been kind of fun when I run outside to explore different parts of the neighborhood and find new paths. And you know, I've got very encouraging people in my ear. And Good. um, and yeah, I, I've also just accepted the fact that I'm going to be slow. I wasn't really much of a trained runner at any point in my life, so I'm not really going for speed. Um, I look at it more as just time with, with myself this year my new goal is by the end of the year I want to run my first 10k wow yeah I have found that running has been a really good outlet for me I've always been very into fitness and and working out but mm. I had kind of stayed away from running because I really honestly thought that I just couldn't really do it anymore um, But you so did. I think yeah I proved myself wrong yeah, and when you have all the time in the world, well, <laughs> when you have more time than you did, uh, I think it's good to find ways to challenge yourself um, in positive ways. Obviously, like we don't want to yeah. encourage anybody to do anything that's going to cause you harm. But if there's something that you've wanted to do, there is no time like the present.
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. I guess, kind of in a good way, that the pandemic has has brought upon me. It gave me more time to work with my coffee hobbies.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. So my friend and I, we started a subscription with trade coffee, not sponsored, but go check them out, please. They're fantastic. They ethically source their beans from a bunch of different vendors and local uh, roasteries in the United States. So I think two months ago, I had a roaster deliver me um, a couple of beans from their roastery in Floyd, Virginia. And it's been fantastic. But it's been really nice having a ritual, you know, just waking up in the morning, making myself a good cup of coffee, because it feels like I'm doing it for me, you know, kind of like yeah. how you've like, you're running and you're doing it for yourself. And sometimes I mess up, I don't make a good cup of coffee, but I'm not trying to kind of equate like running to making a good cup of coffee. Those are very different things. But <laughs> mentality wise, just the act of doing something for yourself, taking the time to be like, I want this for myself and not necessarily in a selfish way because we're not putting anyone else down, right? But taking the time out of your day to just take care of yourself and just be like, you know, I kind of want this, you know, I'm 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 gonna do this.
1: I kind of feel like it's almost, if you think about it, like when you get on a plane
0: Mm. and
1: they say, if the oxygen mask drops, be sure to make sure your mask is on before helping someone else. I feel like it's kind of the same thing really just any given situation, like in order to be your best self for others, you need to be your best self for yourself. Yep. Okay, so I love that you're getting back into the coffee stuff because I remember how excited you were when you started doing this. Mm -hmm. Have you considered kind of setting any goals for yourself around this in 2021? Or do you have an idea of kind of where you want to take it now that you've started back up again?
0: Oh, wow, goodness, you, that's a really good question. You know, I've always kind of dreamt for myself if I had all the time in the world and all the money, or, you know, if I wanted to just, if I had more courage, I would say. um, I would love to start my own coffee delivery business or like a little coffee bar somewhere in Virginia. I'm not sure where right now for 2021 i set a pretty medium goal of just trying out different types of beans trying to you know learn about the different types of roasteries just kind of integrate more and more into the world of coffee like all these brewing techniques um i want to try building my own uh japanese cold brewer actually so it's a bunch of glassware and everything it's a bunch of siphons i just want to get a bunch of brewing materials and just experiment around with it just have fun with it, because. I don't know. There's just something so mechanical about coffee. And now I'm, I'm like verging on the sense of like becoming that coffee snob person kind of thing. But <laughs> I don't know why. It's just it's just so fun just seeing something so simple in coffee like that. Just You get to pour it. You choose a vessel, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. There's There's a beauty in coffee that I just enjoy kind of thing. It's just so simple, so straightforward. But there's so many different ways to make it you know? Right. And it's a shared ritual to a degree. Not everyone likes coffee. I don't I don't think you like coffee, right?
1: I actually just recently gotten a coffee within the past maybe like year and a half or so. I'm still a tea fan, but I have found value in coffee, though I have learned that I'm pretty caffeine sensitive because two cups in and I'm jittery.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, yep.
1: Yeah, I hadn't considered the fact that it's kind of one of those universal, almost tradition, drinking coffee. Yeah. But everywhere does it a little bit different. So that's really neat. I like that. You know what you might be able to consider doing is finding maybe a local coffee shop around us and maybe just like going and talking to them, just seeing like how they got into it or if they have any tips. I think a lot of our local business owners are usually pretty pretty eager to share what Mm -hmm. they've experienced. And that could be something that, I don't know, maybe provides a lot of value to what you wanna do.
0: I think the pandemic has kind of forced me to explore different hobbies other than just like gaming or just watching TV. Not like there's anything wrong with gaming or watching TV, but like for me, since my day-to-day job is me behind a computer 24 seven, I just don't wanna stare at a computer screen after I work. And then as my hobby, I wanna do something with my hands. I wanna create something.
1: I like working with my hands too. I think that's been something that I've also tried to do because my job is also in front of a computer. So instead of like going from the medium screen to the small screen or the bigger screen, I'm (laughs) trying to do a couple of different things like that's more hand-based hobbies. So something that I found really enjoyable that I kind of just stumbled into was DIYing. So especially around Christmas, I was going to the dollar store, much to Jimmy's dismay because I spent a lot of money at the dollar store. Um, But (laughs) I bought a bunch of stuff and made a lot of like handmade or not even handmade, but just like upscaled Christmas decorations. I made his family a wreath for Christmas as their gift. But yeah, I think I think, yeah, it's important to make sure we get a little bit of a screen break because, gosh, like there's just. Regardless of how long we've been kind of like hold up in our homes, the content has not stopped.
0: (laughs) It's just been transitioned into a different form.
1: Content is limitless.
0: Content is limitless. There's always (laughs) content around.
1: Well, we're happy to be back uh, we're looking to do about monthly uploads, but we keep it loosey-goosey here. So it truly, you will know when something happens. We are now active on the Instagram. You can follow us at Serotonin Central. Interact with us there. See our updates of latest episodes and just keep up with us.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Be sure to follow along with us, as Mary-Kate said, on Instagram or wherever you guys choose to listen to us. you Spotify, Anchor, Apple Music, question mark, Google Podcasts. I'm not sure, there's so many platforms now.
1: Apple Podcasts.
0: <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Um, but we hope you guys will tune in to next time's podcast where we try to gain the perspective of frontline workers in healthcare during the pandemic. We want to see how they've been doing, see how it's impacted them and the community. And we hope you guys will enjoy it. Stay safe, guys. This is Andrew.
1: This is Mary-Kate. Until next time.